Can't, can't clarify this enough. <laughs> Lock your grandparents in the basement. You are not prepared! Ben, you couldn't look. There was no internet to look the shit up on. Everyone loves Dick. Are uh, you Dick Grayson? <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yup! Banana pockets are not a thing. Um, but they should be. They should be a thing, but they're not. <laughs> Uh, a thing, banana pocket. I'm pretty sure I know a banana pocket. I'm pretty sure I've seen a, a, a at least one of them. We're not talking about a banana hammock. We're talking about a banana pocket. Yeah, uh, I'm there's talking a about difference a, between them. I was talking about a vagina. That is uncalled for. Welcome to What an Oddcast. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Nakaim. With me is always Anthony Denny. Hello. Um, I just want to start off by saying, uh, number one, you should go check out the Big Bad Beetle podcast, uh, the Big Bad Beetle cast. Big Bad um, cast. We posted it up on our social media because uh, it was real fun. It was real fun listening to it because I had no fucking idea how they went about oh, it. Oh, I had a blast. I enjoyed every fucking minute. Now, what you don't know <laughs> is Anthony is actually upstairs because I didn't want to be a part of it because I wanted to uh, fully enjoy it for freshness. How sweet. Um, and that one is run by uh, Anthony's soon-to-be wife, Heather, and her brother, Mike. Uh, super cool. Su- two super cool people that I'm very happy to see uh, joining in with our little network here. But anyway, I want to get that out of the way and just give them props for the fact that uh, I-, I was la- I was fucking dying when I was listening to it. Uh, I can't wait to see what they're, how, you know, where they're going with it from here. But uh, speaking Terrible of... Terrible 90s show. <clears throat> Yeah, speaking of terrible 90s shows, we're delving into some more terrible 90s uh, along the theme uh, to help with the launch of the new show. Um, Anthony, do you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja uh, Turtles, Yeah, right? dude, Leonardo, he was my favorite. Yeah, do you remember uh, Jab? Jab? Uh, can't say that I do. Yeah. Uh, what about Ripper? No, is are they related to you know like? Oh really? What are <sighs> names escape me? Huh. Uh, well, I mean, surely you remember the big bad villain, uh, Doctor Piranoid. No, I'm pretty sure the villain was Krang. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a guy named Doctor Paradigm who then gets mutated with piranha DNA and he becomes Doctor uh, Piranoid. Because, I mean, oh wait. Oh, shit, I'm thinking of street Whoa, sharks. Oh, That's oh. right. We're talking about street sharks. <laughs> <laughs> street sharks and extreme dinosaurs were two fucking copycat slash spinoff series <laughs> that came out in the 90s. Yeah. It's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that street sharks was a blatant copycat to sell toys. What? And Extreme Dinosaurs was a copycat spinoff. Come on. <laughs> Dick would never do that. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Anthony. Dick. So, so <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not Dick. It's Deek. Dick. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were a huge success uh, when you got into, like, the 80s, going into that early 90s. They were the shit. Like, every kid was playing Ninja Turtles or knew who they were. Every kid fucking watched them. Every kid wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. Am oh, I yeah. right? I mean, how could you not? With the, you know, they loved eating pizza. They were four they teenagers. Had cool, they had a master You can't splinter. forget their cool, like, catchphrases like Cowabunga. <laughs> You got shell shock, dude. Yeah, I mean, who isn't gonna time to make me some turtle soup? (laughs) 
Now, Anthony, yes. what if I told you that Mattel, the little <laughs> toy company, <laughs> went around and they made a show that is right up your alley? Imagine Ninja Turtles. Okay. Throw away the turtle part. Okay. Throw away the ninja part. So we got teenagers and mutants. Is this a toxic Avenger? But instead... No, but instead replace that with sharks. And then, on top of that, rake on the most ridiculous amount of puns you could possibly think of. And you have street sharks. You know what they say, right? Their shark is worth no, their bites. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. Did did you work on Street Sharks? No, that puns you... just come naturally to me. Uh, well, let's get into it. <clears throat> so Mattel made Street Sharks. Uh, they were originally a toy line, uh, which is really just because, uh, as we mentioned, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was very fucking popular. From the toys to the animation, everything now, sold out. Jared, which came uh, first, the toys or the show for Street Sharks? The toys. Mm. So we got a little bit of like uh, the toys going came on first. <clears throat> uh, kind of. It was. It was basically that. <laughs> basically, Mattel saw TMNT and they're like, "Man, this is a big thing." So in 1994, they came up with Street Shark toys, and they're like, "These will sell because they're like Ninja Turtles, but they're sharks, and kids love sharks, so we're gonna sell these." And then an animation series comes out, and they're like, "We're gonna sell twice as much." Well, two times zero is still zero. So, <laughs> that's what you think. Uh, so, Joe Gili- uh, Ju- uh, you know, Honestly, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I probably should have looked in Joe better how to pronounce his name because it is a weird one. G-A-L-L-I-A-N-I. Giolani, I don't know. And uh, David Siegel. No hey, relation. you know that guy. Uh, you know that name. Uh, they pitched a humanoid shark teen series called Street Sharks. Uh, the represent the representative uh, for the boys toy line from Mattel. Uh, he kind of he looked over the idea and immediately, <laughs> without hesitation, just immediately says, <clears throat> "Yeah, I like it. Let's make them." And that is how street sharks are born. Uh, so what they did <clears throat> is they had mock-up toys of Ripper, Moby Lick, Moby Love Lick, <laughs> and Slamu. Love that as well. And they're like, yeah, these are our toys. <laughs> you know, they have different like you can like they have all these different things. Like you wind them to the side, and they have a super this one punch, bites. or they like bite down. Exactly. And, uh, Anthony, you remember that thing I sent you? You're going to have to be more specific. You sent me a lot of nudes. I mean, pictures. Shh. No one needs to know about my secret penis time. <laughs> um, so, Vin Diesel. We all know Vin Diesel, right? Let's go back to 1994. Yeah, when they yeah were the bad guy shit. in the first Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Good job, Anthony. You remembered about... I'm sorry, I still can't believe, and for everyone everyone who doesn't know, we had an entire thing about, Anthony had no fucking idea what Fast and Furious was, and I blew well, his goddamn mind, you should go back and really I knew what the Fast and Furious movies were, I just didn't realize that Mr. Mark Sinclair was the villain of the very first movie. <laughs> Did you just call him by his yes. name? I've made this saying before, If they until they stop saying, um... It's until they stop making Fast and Furious movies, I'm going to call him Mark Sinclair on this show. Oh, God. We're going to be dead by the time that happens. But anyway. You can take him. So, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. I just Googled fucking, you know, Vin Diesel to get his actual name because I don't care enough to remember it. And it says, upcoming movies, Avatar 2. That's a topic That's for a topic another for day, another Anthony. Day. Let's, yeah, let's stick, stick to, to the, the 90s. 90s. <laughs> so uh, when they were pitching these, they had they had the makeup of all the toys that they were going to be selling, and they all had like their own vehicles, just like the Ninja Turtles. You know, you have like the shark vehicle, like a shark car, and they all had motorcycles and 
other random shit along that nature. But they were at a uh, the toy con, <clears throat> and they were there for Mattel, and they were doing street sharks. So the way that they ended up marketing these fucking things was they hired a guy, and this is their exact words in 1994. What they said is. Yeah, we had this. We started doing interviews for somebody to just kind of be there to showcase the toys. And uh, back then, we hired a guy uh, that nobody knew yet, but his name uh, was Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel, you're fucking, fucking kidding me. Street Sharks. <laughs> I sent you the video. <laughs> he was so into it. Vin Diesel before he was famous. He was just at a talent agency. And and let me mind you, he's just there like, yeah, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get the real good job. I'm going to be a big actor. And then Mattel comes in and there's like, yeah, we want you to showcase these fucking humanoid fucking teenage I, sharks for our upcoming toy I didn't toy realize line. that was Vin Diesel. I thought yeah, that was a guy who just looked this. a lot like Vin Diesel. No, no, that is young Vin Diesel. That is 1994 Damn. Vin Diesel. He had on a shark, a shark tooth necklace, and they said his vest. You can't see the back of it, but the back of it had a shark Ooh. fin on it. And he, and okay, so he pitches these fucking toys at the at the little fucking toy con thing that they're you doing. You like them? They're like a and family. And they said they. <laughs> yeah, and little do we know, the guy who uh, the people for Fast and Furious were there, and they saw him say that, and that's how he got hired there. Um, anyway. Um, but no, he, they said they, they didn't have to give him any direction. He, he just came up with shit on his own. And you can find the clip. Just type, go into YouTube and look up Vin Diesel Street Sharks 94. It is, it is pure nostalgic 90s gold because he's so fucking into it. This here is Moby Lick and he does his little thing. You pull him back and he gives him the lick for. And then you go over here and this is Slam Moon. He's got the shark pounder. You pull him back and it gives you that mean right hook. He is so fucking into it and it is hilarious. I like the idea that he's the actual like pawn master in all the new show. Like he's just behind the scenes like Jocelyn. Um, and, you know, with hiring Vin Diesel, what do you think they paid Vin Diesel when they did that? Um, exposure. Uh, they paid him $250 a day. A day? A day. Damn. <clears throat> you know, it's it's like any other, like, Comic-Con or things like that. Thing They last a couple, they last, like, a weekend. So he got paid $250 a day. Uh, <clears throat> and Joe recalls, he just got it. He had this awesome enthusiasm with the presentation. We gave him no direction. He was just all over it. It was awesome. But anyway, the toys that Mattel made flew off the fucking shelves for them. Within its first year, so in, from 1994 to 95, they made $40 million Damn. on Street Sharks. Just toys. And uh, you want to know something that's really interesting about that? I would that? love to. It beat Power Rangers for that year. F- fucking what? Yes, when I was when I was looking through the stats, one of the things that it, it gave about Street Sharks is that in that year, they beat Power Rangers in toy sales. Damn. <clears throat> By making forty million fucking dollars on goddamn street sharks. <laughs> but anyway, just like Transformers that had come before it, or G.I. Joe that had come before it, with every massive selling toy series, of course there has to be a fucking animation series because what are you fucking doing? How are you gonna sell more toys? And as me and Anthony alluded to, Deke productions uh they Dick. made the series uh they were the ones that produce <laughs> i just love that a kids animation studio is called dick D-I-C. I yeah, how did they it. not know that what was gonna happen <clears throat> hey you know things happen uh but joe and david come into uh, to production and they're the ones who actually added all the pun catchphrases like uh jawsome fantastic Ugh. Yeah, they came up with all that. Um, <clears throat> and they, they're they the ones who added in all the puns and the lines. Uh, just, you know, help give it some flavor for the 90s to make it more, even more like Ninja Turtles than what it already was. 
Um, now, going in, making this series, and, you know, the toy line, you may be asking yourself, how the fuck does one come up with teenage sharks? Was it, did they just look at Ninja Turtles and say, hey, we could do that, but with sharks? I mean, yes, but uh, the reason he ended up picking sharks was Joe said he actually went to the local library. And he went into the boys section and he was looking for what books were sold out or like what books were, you know, really popular. So he asked the librarian like, hey, you know, for the kids section for like the boys books or whatever, like what are the things you see the boys like taking out all the time? Like what is the most popular thing? And wouldn't you know it? It's fucking sharks. Mm. To, uh, to be surprised, honestly, you would think with it being 1994 and all with uh, the release of Jurassic Park that... Dinosaurs would have ruled that section. Oh, uh, well, that'll come up later. But for the first for his start, it was sharks. Uh, he said he went in there and the shark books were flying off the shelves. Kids were, um, you know, taking them home and reading them. And he's like, that's the thing. That's what we, we need to do something with sharks. That Like, that seems to be what boys are into. So that's what we're going to aim at. Uh, and again, did them well. They made $40 million fucking dollars in that first year. So not not bad. Um <clears throat> So, and you all, and you know, now that we've gotten past all this and, you know, they're making the series, you know, what the fuck is the premise? You know, I mean, the toys are just a bunch of humanoid sharks. What the fuck are you possibly not going like, to do with a goddamn series? It's not series? like they had a Bob Budiansky to give each character a background and make their own story. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Here's the premise, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Four teenagers. All brothers, of course. John, Bobby, Coop, and Clint are all mutated by Dr. Paradigm, who uses his gene slammer machine to infuse their DNA with sharks' DNA, causing them to become the street sharks. So they're not like the Ninja Turtles, because the turtles were mute turtles that turned humanoid. They're humans that turned sharkoid? That is correct. To avoid a copyright lawsuit, we changed it just a little bit. Oh, but guys, all you people listening out there, don't worry, because they came up with a backstory for why Paradigm, what made Paradigm so evil. Why did the boys get genius? Did he slammed? make him bald? Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> Their father was Paradigm's original partner. But when he discovers that the Gene Slammer is going to be used for evil purposes, he tries to shut the machine off, and he ends up turning into a mutated creature beyond all recognition. And the boys in the first episode go to find their father. What the hell happened to him? And then that's when they're turned into the Sea Sharks. So their father was turned to this thing at the end of I have no mouth, and I'm I have no mouth, but I must scream. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, but don't worry, Anthony, it gets even better, because then when they free themselves, they reverse the machine on Dr. Paradigm, infusing him with piranha DNA, making him Dr. Paranoid. I like how that's a pun off of Paranoid. <laughs> and his original name, Dr. Paradigm. I can hear Anthony just trying to process well, the amount of dumb shit I just At least said. it doesn't get any worse Worse with Dr. Paradigm <laughs> by giving, let's say, different DNA. Whew. That's a bullet that we never have to cross. <laughs> oh, Anthony, you simpleton. Well, you know... And, of course, if you're going to make a kid's animation... Gotta have series, the hot redhead. It's doing, and, you know... The, well, the hot <laughs> no. chick, my bad. Uh, so, no, actually, they didn't have a hot chick. Um, there was actually just like this stoner dude that just like helped the <laughs> okay. sharks with shit. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. You could, you could, I literally found out yesterday because I wanted to watch a few episodes to really get it fresh in my brain, and I found out they have an official YouTube channel. <laughs> oh my god, they do! <laughs> they have, oh like, yes. Other episodes. <laughs> No way. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it started about three years ago. I had no idea, uh, but it has all their all their episodes. Oh on my it. god! There it is. It is terrible. <laughs> Street Sharks <laughs> so official bad. channel. The, 
Ah, Stray Sharks. Sorry, there no, was the, suddenly a the... Stray Sharks name in my ear. Whew. No, I will say, like, as far as that show goes, like, the animation was pretty spot on. Like, it wasn't shoddy animation. The thing that's terrible about it is, number one, the puns are unbearable. There is a pun every five fucking minutes, or even less. Um, but on top of that, the, just the, the, the fucking dialogue... It's just so... It, it sounds like a two-year-old wrote it. Uh, uh, like, there, there's hardly any emotion behind it, and it's just very much like, yeah, that's a thing that just happened. Oh, no, this thing's gonna happen, but it's all happening as they're saying it, so it's just very bad. Yeah, Jared, speaking of puns... Oh, no, the bridge is collapsing as they're falling. <laughs> uh, speaking of puns, Jared... I wish I was kidding. Did you see the yeah. names of all the episodes... <clears throat> oh, they're all puns. Everything every, about that show is a every pun. Every single one of them has the word shark in it. Yep. Sharks in time. My favorite one, close encountered of the shark kind. That doesn't make any sense. Um, well, Anthony, if you watch the episode, you probably would understand. 20,000 sharks on the sea. That one's hilarious. <laughs> so if you're making a kid's show and you want it to be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to help sell this series of toys everything needs a good villain right you can't just have Dr. Piranha Face or sorry Piranoid running around causing no, I mean, mayhem I mean with right? Ninja Turtles you know you had your Bebop and Rocksteady you had your Dr. Baxter you had the Mausers what about Slobster and Slash Slobster and Slash Yes. <clears throat> so let's get into the the, the villains. Oh my here. god, I'm remembering so all you these. Have, <clears throat> so you have Slobster, a lobster paranoid, Dr. Par- <laughs> Dr. Paranoid injects with the DNA of Genghis Khan and Thomas Blood, a desperado from the Victorian area, Ireland. And uh, so the lobster becomes Slobster. And then there's Slash, a swordfish with a fucking drill on its nose after the same process that happens to Slobster. It is so ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. So one's a lobster and the other one's a swordfish. But instead of having the swordfish nose, they just put a... They could have made any fish that. They could have made a tuna with a drill on there. They head. really could have. Like, I should you not. Because I'm like sitting here and I'm, I'm writing all these characters down and I'm like, Slash, I feel like I've seen that one. It is exactly what I thought. It is a fucking blue fish-like person. But instead of the sword, like the, the swordfish nose, for whatever reason, giving him Genghis Khan blood makes it a drill. And that is his nose. <laughs> They didn't even do anything. It just did Too that. Mu- oh my god, he worked. He looks way. <laughs> oh yeah, and he wears he wears a little purple onesie, and he has a little dead fish logo on his arms to let you know he's evil. Oh, and let's not forget Shrimp Louie, a mutated shrimp who has <laughs> who is literally the star scream of this group. <laughs> Uh, because he's extremely cowardly and only uses big guns. And when the big guns get taken away, he runs for his life to fight another day. Hmm. Does he try to betray Paradigm? Oh, you know that probably happened at some point. Let's all be real here. Oh, and then later there's uh, giant fucking mutated chihuahuas. Makes sense. I love the whole you know. movie. I wonder if that's what Banna, like, I wonder if that's, like, what they saw, and they're just like, I like those. We should do those, but a Hulk version. Yeah, let's throw the Absorbing Man in there, too. I I can't hold my shit together with this fucking show. Like, I really can't. So that's our villains, right? They're pretty pretty fucking out You didn't mention Killamari and Tentakill. Do I even fucking have to? Okay, so Tentakill is literally... I literally watched that episode to see how bad it was. So it's a fucking squid. And, okay, you know what? Before I get into that, there's I want to go through the main characters real quick because there is something that happens in that episode that I just can't wrap my fucking head around. I know it's a cartoon. I know it's not meant to be like super realistic or whatever, but I just cannot fucking wrap my head around it. So we have our main street shark boys, right? You have Ripster, 
Ripster is John Bolton, the leader of the brothers. He loves to create inventions, and he can bite through steel. He's a great white. Hmm. Jared, you're forgetting to mention his, uh, his, his, uh, what he loves to play. You mean his cowboy boots and ripped jeans? No, I was going to say that he's an avid pool player, but. That too. Uh, there's Jab, which is Clint Bolton, the laziest of oh. the brothers. He becomes a hammerhead shark who uses his head as a battering ram, and he enjoys boxing. Now, I just want to say, I don't know a lot about sharks, you know, go to an expert, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure the, their eyes are like that for, like, sensory issues. Like, it helps them sense shit better. No, 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 no. It's, it's so that he can use it as a battering ram. So, moving on. Okay. Contestant number three, Streaks. S T R E E X. Not uh, not street. Not like not like shrieks in your underwear. <laughs> uh, that's Bobby Bolton Jr., the Mikey of the group. He's a rollerblading ladies man. They didn't even try. A drummer turned a professional drummer turned tiger shark. Originally, his name was Blades because he wore around fucking rollerblades. But then later they changed it to Streaks because Street Sharks. Now, this is the one you told me about earlier, right? Maybe. And then, <laughs> contestant number four, ladies, that you could be lucky enough to take home with you today. Big Slamu. <clears throat> yeah. Coop Bolton. The strongest and youngest of the brothers, the star football player, turned into a fucking whale shark with sharp-ass teeth. He can use seismic slam, where he shakes the ground with his fist. Problem. Oh, you mean that they gave the whale shark, like, a great white mouth? I I found that to be a problem, too. Yeah, great great white sharks are, uh, whale sharks are filter feeders. Nope, this one eats uh, burgers and shit. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, no, they gave them. They gave every single one of these sharks like serrated teeth, even the whale shark, which makes absolutely no sense. But it's hey, you know, whatever. So, do they have lungs? No, to differentiate. <clears throat> To differentiate them even more from the Ninja Turtles, Anthony, what is the Ninja Turtles' favorite food? Uh, pizza. <laughs> that is correct. What do you think their favorite food is? Uh, clearly, it's going to be like anchovies. <laughs> no, that would be too close because that goes on a pizza. No, actually, their favorite food is milkshakes and burgers. How American? Because 90s. <laughs> a question. Yeah, so <clears throat> did they yes. uh did they get really weird burger kinds like the Ninja Turtles or were they just like plain cheese burgers? Oh no, they were just straight up burgers. Like there was nothing special about Boring. them at all. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's what I thought. Uh so anyway, the Kilimari episode is the one that I I was the first one I watched. So first off, they show up on their motorcycles and shit, everyone immediately runs. They have the proper reaction to humanoid fucking sharks coming out of nowhere in a makeshift wagon fucking thing and a guy and goddamn motorcycles. They have the exact reaction you would expect, which is immediately, oh my god, sharks! And they all run for their lives. Sharks, they've evolved! <laughs> that is exactly what they say! Really? I'm not even kidding. So anyway, they pull up to this burger shack, and they go up, and the two waitresses that are behind the counter can't fucking go anywhere. So they're immediately like, oh my god, we're gonna die. <clears throat> you remember how I said that Streaks, uh, he was the ladies' Oh, man? yeah. Yeah, so he walks up, and he puts his arm on the, on the counter, and he's like, hey, ladies, can I get... Can I give five burgers and five shakes and throw in that toaster for good measure? At which point, I shit you not, one of the girls goes, Oh my god, they're a shark. This is so scary, but he's kind of cute, though. I kid you not. That's what we call a scaly, Jared. <laughs> and they proceed to hit on him after giving him the full. Now, I had to. 
pausing and sitting just straight out the Now, left. for those who have never seen Street Sharks and just are curious enough to Google it, the body of a street shark looks like you took a pear and put it upside down. Yes, uh, so I posted these on our Instagram, uh, the uh, Oddcast Network on Instagram there. I posted them just so everyone could understand what the hell these things are. They have no... They have no neck. Uh, how do you put that? They have no chest. They have no chest and no neck. Their head, chest, and neck are all just a shark head, and then they have abs and normal legs. <laughs> yeah, they're... It is the most off-putting thing to look at. Like, if, I'm sure if that thing came out to me, looking at how, like, oh, that thing could probably bite me in half. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from that thing. Oh, but then it gets better, because then he gets served the burgers, right? <clears throat> and he proceeds to eat the toaster, I'm, I'm not. because they also eat metal and That's, shit. That's well, I mean, a, a tiger shark sharks. could eat metal. Tiger sharks know they eat a lot of shit. Yeah, no, they all do that. Like, that they can all burrow under sense. the ground and eat asphalt and shit, and that's how they're... I don't know why sharks. I'm saying this doesn't make sense. This is a cartoon with fucking kids, teenagers that are shark people. I need yeah. to, I need to like, let go of some of this fucking vendetta I have. <coughs> uh, but yeah, so the, and that, that's what they do. And then Slobster shows up, and he splashes them with a puddle. Ooh. At which point they get very angry and say, that lobster needs to be taught some manners with butter on the side. And they proceed to chase him on their motorcycle. <laughs> which they all know how to drive. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the cops start chasing them because there's mutant fucking sharks wandering around the street. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Literally what happens. Yeah, mind you, this this comes in like season two. <laughs> so like... Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> so you think they would have made themselves like a hero by now? But no, no, people see the street sharks and they immediately call the cops. Still, so <laughs> like uh, anyway. So then you find out the slobster was actually stealing a squid. Uh, mind you, they say it's a, a super rare Australian you squid. Die. At which point, he mutates him, and he comes to life, and at first he can't talk, so everyone's picking on him, and then he can talk, and then he shoots a poison spear out of his fucking hand, and then Dr. Pranoid says, Ah, yes, well, with his new, incredibly deadly venom, he'll be more than able to capture us, the street sharks. Um, at which point, he does shoot one of them, and they quote-unquote die, but then they make an antitoxin, which then... Uh, and I shit you not, the description is literally that it becomes uh, completely useless after that. Hmm. Tentacle, huh? That's you know tentacle. my favorite thing about that that name, specifically? Tentacle mm-hmm. is the name of a Transformer. It's from the 1980s. It tur- it's a Transformer that turns into a squid. <clears throat> well, this one is a squid humanoid thing. Majiggy. <laughs> Majiggy. I don't know how else to describe them. Anyway, so ladies, those are our ladies. contestants of the Street Sharks. <laughs> I bet you want to fuck the Tiger Shark like everyone else in this series. So, <clears throat> so the series itself debuts thanks to Dick, Dick. Productions. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> um, they're also held by uh, it's a company called Big Joe's Productions. I tried to look into them literally could not find a single fucking mm. thing about them. Like, they do not have a wiki page or any other type of page anywhere. So I assume there's something that died in the 90s because they don't fucking have anything to say they exist anymore. They're just credited with the shows, uh, both this and Extreme Dinosaurs, but they don't have any other presence I could find. That's a laundering thing right there. <laughs> yeah, so... um. So anyway, they they produce a series, uh, and ag- and again they beat Power Rangers sales in the toy section uh, in '95. So they're immediately a huge success. The series gets launched. Uh, the series ran for 40 episodes until 1997. Um, would you like to hear uh, the the fantastic fucking puns you can hear in the series? Oh please, Daddy. Joseph, that's fantastic. 
Um, and so on. There's just a lot of fucking shark puns. If you can wow. think of a shark pun, I guarantee you it's somewhere in the I was so excited, series. and then you just said ones that we've already heard before. <laughs> I was like, yes! I, 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 when I looked, when I was looking up the amount of puns, the, the amount of puns that were on one single thing, of like, these are some of the puns used. I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, Every goddamn thing about each animal, there's some fucking pun about. Like, Slobster at some point talks about crushing somebody with his claw. They talk about biting and ripping things. It is just non-stop puns. Like, Joe and, Joe and David went in and wrote puns for the show, like, over what was already written for each episode. The amount of them, I have to say, there's like 90% pun in every fucking I episode. I love it. It rivals anything you could ever come up with, Anthony. Like, these people just did nothing but think of what fucking pun they could think of. Like, Kilimari was literally just a pun on that it's a fucking squid. Yep, that's, that's, that's straight up a pun. Or, or the killer whale that becomes their best friend. Uh, he gets made by Dr. Pisa. He's someone who gets turned uh, mutated to become an enemy. He ends up becoming a friend of the street sharks. And, you know, it's a whale, so you're thinking Moby Dick. Well, why don't we just give him a giant-ass tongue and we'll call him Moby Lick? Now, the thing is, they already had a great name, you know, Slamu, because that's a fucking killer whale. On a whale shark. Yeah, and they put a fucking a sperm whale name on a killer whale. Yes. Well, I see... They already used Slamu, so, you know, you gotta come up with something else. There's another whale. Anyway, uh, the series also had a connected, uh, also had connected series to amplify the show's background. Oh. Sort of like how we have CLT Sandwich Anthony. that comes out every Wednesday at 6 a.m., wink. Correct. Uh, that, that would be exactly correct, except for the fact that uh, our shows don't, uh, you know, we don't typically do our things with... Uh, okay. You know, intertwining and, you know, like, 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 for instance, I, I don't, you know, do this show and then say that, hey, you know, we're actually in a diner and I can never leave and we're going to talk about other things. And then we spin that off into another show. Um, <clears throat> so this show, Street Sharks, you know, we have it all about these fucking teenage goddamn shark teenage people. Teenage shark people How who are do mutated. You... And how do you make another series, but combine it with that series to make another spin-off series so you can run another line of goddamn Well, toys? I believe the term is actually called backdoor pilot. Well, let me introduce you to the Dino Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dino Avengers. Uh, they introduced uh, a couple more characters. Uh, T-Bone, Bull... Uh, Bullseye with a Z because it's cool and Stegs. Stegs, yep. I want to say his name is Stegs. Um, they introduced these three characters and they help them in another episode involving going back in time and they're humanoid dinosaur people and it's like, oh, the Dino Avengers. But then of course that's not good enough because then they're like, but we could use this as a whole other thing. <clears throat> Hence, going into the second half of this episode, they launch Extreme Dinosaurs. Um, it's so 90s, it fucking hurts. Um, number one, they called it Extreme Dinosaurs. It's extreme. Number fucking two. Number two, they had the exact same body style as goddamn street sharks. Like T-Bone, it's really hard to tell what's his, what's his chest and what's his just giant fucking T-Rex yeah, head. Yeah, like, damn boy, that's a thick head. Yeah, like, all the rest of them, like, even, like, this Triceratops, like, he's got the big, you know, the big frill, like, you can still tell where his chest is. The T-Rex, for whatever fucking reason, he's all head. He's just a street shark reskinned so, as a so fucking dinosaur. So let me dinosaur. get this straight. During the 90s, all the boys became furries, and all the girls became scalies, because, damn, look at these muscles. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so let's dive into the partnering uh, partnering series and uh, kill what's left of our Before we get into episode. that, I just want to read the slogan for Extreme Dinosaurs. Oh, I'm glad because I had uh, it right here, so please. Teeth, claws, muscles, and jaws. 
That is how they launched the toy and animated series. That could also be the same theme for Street Sharks. That could be the same slogan. <laughs> very, that is very observant. I'm glad to see that you can tell that they gave absolutely no fucking effort. Come to the next show, Jungle Bros. This... <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, this this turned into another um, case of what was the other popular books that were getting taken out of the library? Oh, oh dinosaur is great! Wow, shocker, Jurassic Park. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So in 1996, uh, two years after Street Sharks, uh, and a year before Street Sharks bites the fucking dust, <laughs> um, Mattel sees uh, the Street Sharks is making them a ton of fucking money. So they launched Dino Avengers that, as we mentioned, are in the Street Sharks. Uh, but then we get the extreme dinosaurs created by Louis Gasson to launch another quote-unquote rad toy line. Um, rad. Yeah. 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 Did you like that? That's some real 90s quotation for oh you, huh? God, dude, I can't wait till... <laughs> it's radical! 20 years from... Now, 2040. And we just figure out words like thick. People laugh at the words like thick. Yeah, you know, yeah, this is going to be this is what our kids are going to laugh at. Um, so, <laughs> what ends up happening here... <clears throat> um, you know, they make the new series. Uh, it goes on about the same amount of time as what Street Sharks did episode-wise. But anyway, I want to talk about how, they, how the Dino Avengers actually fucking appeared. So, Dino Avengers appeared as a military unit that helped the Street Sharks fight Dr. Paranoid and their arch enemy, Bad Rap. Awesome. After this, after this, Mattel sees the potential for a new cash-making line, and Deke creates Extreme Dinosaurs to be a spin-off, wait for it, of a goddamn copycat. Just a spin-off that copycats a copycat of another series. It's fucking amazing. So the series lasted one season on the BKN Kids Network block after Street Sharks in 1997. Now... A group of dinosaurs that survive extinction are mutated by evil scientists... Arger Zardok, <laughs> but rebel and battle his second group of dinos called the Raptors. That's just a dinosaur name. That's not even funny. Yes. There's no pun there. <clears throat> the Raptors' goal is to increase global warming so dinosaurs can roam freely once that more. That is such a 90s thing. And I... Captain Planet ripoff as well, I see. Well, I shit you not, like, the... I think it's the second fucking episode into Extreme Dinosaurs. <clears throat> they find out about oil. <clears throat> and, uh... They proceed to light all the oil fields on fire to try to increase the, the global temperature. Um, do you want to guess what their, their goal temperature was? Uh, You'll never fucking get it, I swear. Uh, 98.6. We need to make it a cool 130 degrees. Why don't we just make it a cool 150? Yes, 150 for our dinosaur brother. Now, I understand what they're trying to do, making it like a ha-ha, look, I think 130 is uh, is cold, but they're cold-blooded. They would know that it's warm. <laughs> yeah, they, they that was, you know, anyway... Um, Oh, and they also survive in like Antarctica when in, in that episode, or Alaska, <sighs> or something along those yeah, lines. Keep, uh... And they have little hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like the little dingle ball oh, hat, like, a Santa you know Claus I mean? hat? like winter hats. Kind of, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they all they each have little hats, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Damn, well, next time it's snowing outside, I'll just fucking wear one of those hats and I'll be fine. <coughs> oh, and wait. I hear Captain Planet Cap- calling, Planet. saying they they need to pick a goddamn lane. <laughs> I hear you're trying to steal my series. I'll turn you into a fucking tree. 
Captain Planet. <laughs> so yeah, no, they do they do the global warming thing. They do all that shit, uh, and then they talk about with the oil. They're all like, "That smells familiar." <laughs> yeah, and then they find out it's old dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna ask, but. <laughs> No, no, they straight up smell the oil and bullseye the pterodon. I'll leave. I'll, I'll break down the characters like the street trucks. But anyway, the pterodon like smells me like that smells familiar. And then they find out later that they're all dead dinosaurs, and that's why it smells familiar. And then he brings up a joke about his aunt, and they're like, "That probably is your aunt." I don't. What I don't fucking get. Yeah, it's a whole. If thing. someone like puts a smell in front of my face, like, can you identify the smell? And it's rotten human corpse i'm gonna say it's fucking nasty that's what that smell is <laughs> well anthony it gets even better because it takes them all the way to the end of that episode to then have the realization as they're closing out with i guess we really are the last dinosaurs yeah you had your chance <laughs> you were eliminated <laughs> I'm I'm starting with Jeff Goldblum and fucking that's The planet has decided that you were not supposed to survive, Mr. Dinosaurs. I'm sorry. You have been voted off of Earth. Here comes your ride now. Yeah, now we're gonna put you in our car. Yeah. Or <clears throat> So let's plastic. get into this. Plastic dinosaurs are made out of real dinosaur. Um oh, and this one also it just does the same thing with like puns or dumb humor. Same exact formula, like just same exact goddamn formula. Because if it ain't you, broke, better get out it. of here, bad raptor. You're <clears throat> gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah, basically, yeah. I, I wish I was kidding, but those are the jokes that they use. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a. I heard a Cretaceous joke in there at some point, and I would just had to roll my eyes. Um, because here's the thing. Street Sharks at least had some kind of charm to it. Like, there was just certain things about it where you're like, okay, that's an interesting. Extreme Dinosaurs had none of that. Like, the animation was worse. The dialogue was worse. Jared. <laughs> Everything possible You was need to worse. get out into the sun. You're looking a little paleozotic here. Did you get hired on to, to write for that <laughs> show, too? Man, did, have you, were you just written they on to write for both of them? need to fucking hire me. Come on, Dick. Reboot the shows. I'll do it. For a nice fee. Yeah, come on, Dick. Dick. <laughs> Dick. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, the main characters in this one, you have T-Bone, the T-Rex leader of the group who sports a yellow tan color and a fucking raptor claw sticking out of his right boot Does for make some sense. goddamn He's reason. T-Rex. And that's what I thought. Uh, a dark green pants, shoulder pads. Oh, and he's got like one of those bandoliers across oh, his so chest. Oh, he's Rambo. Oh, and <laughs> and did I mention that he's a reskinned goddamn Slamu? Uh, no, you did not. Well, you see, Slamu can shake the ground with his fists, and you know he has a seismic slam. Well. <laughs> T-Bone can start and have the others join in in the Saurian Stomp, where they stomp and shake the ground. I mean, you get enough people, you can do that. I'm Jared, you've been in a mosh pit. I have, but I just want to point out again, it is a reskinned Slamu, because it's the same fucking thing that Slamu color. Anyway. Uh, then there's Stegs. Uh, the team's Techie who's a stegosaurus. Uh, he can curl up and become a literal buzzsaw with the plates on his back. He's a cool green color, wearing purple shorts. That's right, he's a stegosaurus hulk. Yep, that he is. Dude, he's got a neck game, though. Look at that fucking thing. And he can turn into a buzzsaw. Just want to reiterate, he turns into a goddamn buzzsaw. And I just want to tell you guys, these aren't like Special mechanical dinosaurs. No, these are just plain old dinosaurs. <clears throat> oh, no. Like, yeah, these are just regular humanoid-looking dinosaurs, but he, he, when he curls up into a ball, he looks like a green buzzsaw. Like, I had to rewind <laughs> and rewatch to make sure that there wasn't, like, an arm sticking out or, like, his face. No, he becomes a solid green buzzsaw. 
I just it's keep telling myself cartoon for child children. Just <laughs> I had to tell myself the same thing, but it's still just God, I don't know how I watched it. Uh, then there's Spike, the light blue broken horn triceratops, skilled in martial arts, and of course the top chef of the group. Oh, loves cooking, and he is always tending his garden. And unlike the others, he never wears boots. That's uh, no reason why. He just doesn't. Well, you know why? Because he's a fucking dinosaur. Why would he need shoes? Uh, well, everyone else wears them. So, if if everyone else did cocaine on your mom's ass, would you do it? I mean, you know, it depends on how good it is. Uh, so Bullseye, (laughs) uh, he's the wisecracking pterodon. Who uh, he's Banshee from the X Men. I'm just gonna level with you. Uh, he makes a really loud shrieking sound and disorients things and destroys other things. And uh, yeah, he's fucking Banshee from the X Men. Uh, but you know, he's the lazy one of so the. So he's group, Michelangelo. And he loves to. And he loves to rack up that. Call now. Uh because this is the 90s, so there wasn't a whole, there wasn't like an eBay or an Amazon. There was watching infomercials and seeing something and people ordering it, and that's Bullseye. Every single thing he sees, he tries to buy. In episode two, they are literally selling a hair curling device, and he's he goes to buy it. $250. He goes to buy it. He call in and buy it, at which point T-Bone stops him and says... You're a dinosaur. You don't have hair. You don't need a super hair curler 5,000. <laughs> Didn't realize Arthur Morgan played him. And uh, he's dark red, of course. <laughs> and his claws also stick out of his boots. Oh, but to really sell the douchey, lazy vibe, he wears a big old gold necklace. Oh, cool. So he's Vinny D. Uh, then there's Hard Rock. The cafe? <laughs> no. He's the pacifist Tan Ankylosaurus. Uh, he's from an alternate reality inhabited by humanoid dinos, and he joins in uh, with the extreme dinosaurs when the bad raptors end up in his altered universe to try to do their own thing. Uh, and then he joins them, but he's a fucking pacifist, so he doesn't really fucking do anything for anyone other than give some advice. It's really kind of so. I, I'm noticing we're we're gonna just not count hard rock because alternate dimension. But <laughs> out of the four, Spike doesn't have a special gift. Like T Bone can make the shaking, Sags can do this buzzsaw, Bullseye has to scream. Sags, Spike is just Spike. Um, Spike can cook. <laughs> <laughs> so Spike is just Spike. Duh. Uh, no, Spike can fucking cook, dude. Come on now. Oh, and also, how can I forget to mention? Uh, how did they get mutated? You might ask. Oh, you know the fucking dude mutates them, and then there's like this bounty hunter person, cop, alien chick who comes in and like saves them. And, like, she's with them in the future when they unfreeze. And, like, she has... Okay. <clears throat> there's a fucking... There's, they, they save the city, okay? Like, they save the city from the oil thing that's going on at a ski resort. Of course it's a ski resort. She gets mad. <clears throat> because they're breaking, like, all these whatever fuck rules. And this, like, 800 fucking page book that she has of goddamn rules. The one part of this show that made me actually laugh was the fact that she's trying to tell them the rules and Spike steps in. He's like, actually, I have a question about rule number 34, paragraph 5. And he just motions everyone to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone proceeds to leave the house to go stop the raptors while she flips through the book. They proceed to do the same fucking thing later in the episode when she tries to stop them about, like, they have to make sure they don't destroy things or whatever. And she comes over she's, and uh, she tries to bring up a, a one of the rules that they happen to break. And he's like, well, actually, I had a question about Rule 54, Paragraph 5. What? I didn't think Rule 54 applied to what we were talking about. 
And again, he motions everyone to get out. Oh, God. I have to see those scenes. Those sound fucking hilarious. (laughs) And they proceed to escape. Oh, and while they do, she looks up from the book to say, that doesn't have to do anything with right now about a blaster. That has to do with fish and wildlife. Oh, where did they go? (laughs) Shit, you not. Curses. They got me again. I bet, I'm willing to bet that oh, that happens multiple times throughout the series. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and then uh, for the enemies, because, you know, of course, no fucking series like this is, is complete without their, their oddball fucking enemy group. Uh, so you have Bad Rap, who is the leader of the group, the orange and yellow striped-tailed raptor. Uh, oh, and uh, he has a fucking metal brace on his jaw. Why? Don't Does he know. need help biting things? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he literally just has a metal fucking jaw. He's the dude from fucking He-Man. <laughs> I'm crying. He's <laughs> fucking... Oh, and originally... Uh, he's given a wrist device that's able to dissolve solid matter, uh, but then that's later replaced to be a, a, a rocket launcher. I wonder a why they had to replace that. A weapon that can dissolve anything versus a rocket launcher, which can miss. Uh, then you have Hex. He's mahogany colored um, <clears throat> with uh, shit, I don't know, Green blades implanted into his wrist that he can retract. Okay, Barakapool, got it. His tail is a drill. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Yep. Um, And wouldn't you know, he has the best weaponry out of all the raptors. But you know how they cope with that? Like how they they manage to balance that? They make him the dumbest character in the group. And they give him bright pink shorts for no reason <laughs> I gotta fucking find a fucking oh but we're not done yet <sighs> cause then there's Spitter the smartest out of the group which I have to say I think is very Ellis he wasn't called Swallows ha <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he wears absolutely no clothing, but instead carries a tank on his back that he uses various liquids in, uh, with nozzles on his hands and feet and his tail. Um, oh, and duh, of course, yeah, he has one, like, directly implanted into the back of his skull that comes out into his mouth. Oh, and he's purple. But why? 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 You know, in that same episode, uh, he goes to shoot something out onto the oil to get it to light, right? But he can't. So he takes the little thing off his back and he opens it. And he's like, oh, right, I'm fisting back. And he gets, and it's just fucking hot salsa. And he reads the label with, so hot it'll set you on fire. (laughs) What a lie. And yet he's smart. That's why I say it's debatable. God, if he's a smart one, I really hate to hear what the stupid one says. Oh, and then how can I forget? They also create cyber raptors, uh, which are cyborg versions of themselves that they send to fight the the, the dinosaurs. Oh, so they're doom bots. Uh, they do all of this in one season and 52 episodes. Jesus. Uh, the toys did Dino Vision, uh, which let you see through the toys to be "quote unquote" one with the dinosaur vision. Did you look up their asshole or something? Um, <laughs> uh, no, it'd just be like you know by their head, chest area. Um, and they sold these with variations, like different war paints and color schemes and things to uh, to sell with the Street Sharks who had the same thing. Um, 
and they and you know I have to say honestly I actually had toys of both series. Uh, I I did not. I, I had lie. Ninja Turtles. I had Ninja Turtles too. Isn't that funny? Um, I had a T Bone. I had a Hax. I had um, I had uh, the Great White uh, from Street Sharks. Um, I think I had one more. I want to say there was one more I had at some point as a kid, but I did, I did have some of these toys. Um, and not that great. <laughs> they were really, they were really just like, I don't know why they sold so well. Cause 90% of them were literally just a hunk of toy with, they didn't bend at all, except that some of them, like their heads opened, um, or you could like do the, like twist it to the side thing where then they spring forward with a mean right hook. <laughs> uh, and that's about all that any of them did. That sounds uh, extremely lame. Sounds like 90s as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Overall, these shows were released on VHS tapes, uh, which is how I actually ended up watching the series myself. Um, I actually had the one that had the first three episodes of each on it. Uh, It it was something that they did for a limited time. They were doing like the first three episodes here, first three episodes of this season, whatever. Uh, They did that for a while. Uh, but then they just stopped doing it altogether. Like, just stopped making VHSs. Um, and then they did the same thing uh, with the entire series uh, in the early 2000s. Uh, but again, they just discontinued it and said, fuck it. So, I mean, if you're going to find one now, you could probably find one from somebody else that's selling one. But they just stopped fucking making them. Uh, or just go to YouTube. Cause that's where I've been finding them. Uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, but these, like collectively, these shows are two of the biggest and prime examples of cartoons in the '90s uh, that just wanted to copycat TMNT. And why? Because somebody wanted to make a toy line that would sell as good as the Power Rangers or TMNT in that '90s. And range. they made so much um, money. Yeah, and uh, honestly, like the biggest contributing factor that you can put into all this of why these did so well in that time range, um, you got to think like the early 90s, you had the first Ninja Turtles live action movie, which I will defend to the death as not a terrible (laughs) fucking movie. Uh, But then after that, around this time, you got the second and third movie, and both of those, the second one, you know, is it's forgivable till you get to the end and they have the iced tea. No, it's vanilla ice shared. I who know, said that? I just, I wanted who to says give... that Raphael's the leader? <laughs> it's fucking... They do the vanilla ice concert and they get super shredder and that's where it's just like, okay guys. And then they also didn't even put Bebop and Rocksteady. They just made up two things to replace them for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. Um, so you had that one, and then immediately after you had the straight-to-VHS to home release fucking Turtles in Time, which is a terrible piece of shit. But because of that, you know, TMNT was kind of in a weird, downslopey time, where it's like, like, the cartoons were doing good on a rerun basis, but, like, that second and third movie kind of killed them for kids. So Mattel just kind of saw the opportunity of like, we should come up with something that'll take up this market because the Power Rangers movie came out. People love that. Uh, but the series seems to be tanking. So, and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles seems to be in the same boat. So why don't we come up with something to soak up this excess of people? And they did. And then we got Street Sharks and goddamn Extreme Dinosaurs for like four <laughs> years. But that's Extreme Dinosaurs and Street Sharks. Um, I, I grew up with them. Uh, you know, I actually, it's funny, I asked other people around our age if they'd ever seen them. Nobody has ever fucking heard of them. <laughs> I was just one of the few kids who had the fucking VHS with these fucking things on it uh, to know what in the fuck they are. Uh, but yeah, that's Street Sharks and Extreme Dinosaurs. The, they made fucking millions of dollars off of us kids with the shitty ass fucking toys that they did. You know, I am kind of disappointed, though. One of the ones that Vin Diesel presented was, like... Um, uh, trying to figure out how to put it. It's, like, the top half of the, the street shark, and you can, like, put it on your hand and, like, make them move and, like, move their mouth and their like arms and stuff. That would have been... F- 
yeah, that one would have been fun to have as a kid. Um, not the like little action figure ones that did like fucking nothing. But yeah, that's Street Sharks. Vin Diesel fucking, you know, they let it forever be known that Vin Diesel promoted Street Sharks to start his fucking career in Hollywood. Let's uh, never forget. Uh, we'll never ever let him live that down. Um, but guys, that's all I've got for you. Yeah. Um, that's uh, you know, go check out the Big Bad Beetle cast. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, uh, and it delves in the same thing. They're doing you know that this is the kind of shit that their their bread and butter is going to be made of. It's a lot of fun, uh, but this is just a bit of backstory behind those series. Yeah. Um, CLT. Uh, what's the new CLT coming Wednesday? Um, well, it's going to be about a, a, a specific box. Ooh. That's right. It's your birthday present. Uh, and then, uh, blow the you know, go check out... Uh... <laughs> Today's my birthday. Uh, so go check out CLT. Go check out the Big Bad Beetle cast. Give them a like. Uh, you know, Give them a listen. Uh, they're they're two funny people. I'm very happy to have them uh, hopping into the network, bringing their own creativity to it. Uh, but we'll see you guys later this week. And uh, stay odd. Stay happy. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at OddcastN. We have Oddcast Network on Instagram. Uh, we also have the Oddcast Network on Facebook. Uh, there is a Discord as well. Uh, you can always message us on Facebook for that, uh, our Facebook or our Instagram for that one, uh, or you can go over to patreon.com slash oddcast, uh, and you can get access through it there by signing up out of our Patreon, uh, which also has extra tiers for extra little goodies that you can get depending on what you decide to go with there, and there's extra things over there for you to go check out. Other than that, guys, Anthony, anything you want to add about Street Sharks or Extreme Dinosaurs or anything uh, going on? No, I don't have anything to really add on. Uh, you should definitely check out your Facebook Messenger, though. I put a couple images in there that I doubt that you would appreciate. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So why? <laughs> Hey guys, if you enjoyed the show, you can go over to oddcastnetwork.com. That's right, oddcastnetwork.com. You can go over there and check out the other shows that we're doing. And you can also go check out patreon.com slash oddcast to help support the show. Until next time, y'all stay odd and stay happy. <laughs>